0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. There's a headline uh, in, was in Mississauga.com in Ontario the other day, and it said uh, doctors combating vaccine hesitancy, expressing frustration, caring for unvaccinated patients. So we're going to speak with Dr. David Jacobs about that. He's the chair of the Ontario Specialist Association and president of the Ontario Association of Radiologists. He's very, very outspoken. And Dr. Jacobs, I appreciate that about you. We also, we always talk about the segments we air with you as being the intersection between healthcare and politics. How are you today? I'm doing quite well.
1: Thanks for having me. Because
0: nobody ever asks a doctor how you are.
1: <laughs> That's always nice. Thank you.
0: Uh, let me just ask you about this uh, this story out of the gate. And I will tell you, I've seen, if you go on my Twitter feed, at the Roy Green Show, and you read some of the notifications, people are absolutely uh, polarized on this issue of vaccination. Some of the emails I received I couldn't possibly read on the air. So can you talk to us, first of all, please, about your thoughts about folks who are refusing to be vaccinated because of fear the vaccines are not properly tested and pose serious health threats?
1: Well, um, there simply is no truth to any of that. Uh, The vaccines were very thoroughly tested on a large number of people. And furthermore, we've had the opportunity through mass vaccination programs uh, to follow immense number of people to see how they respond to vaccines so they were vetted as thoroughly as any drug has ever been vetted in in the past the vetting was accelerated uh, but the methodology and the number of people who were tested uh, was uh, as good as any other drug that we've tested in the past so people are mistaking or are are misinterpreting what what actually happened by doing it Quickly and efficiently is not the same as doing uh, as doing it uh, in an unacceptable manner. So the vaccines before they rolled out were proven to be safe, and as we get more and more data, we see that they are indeed quite safe.
0: So the headline was doctors' frustrations um, dealing with patients who refuse to be vaccinated, particularly patients who test positive for COVID and still balk at being vaccinated could you speak to that well
1: there's always a balance in medicine uh between patients rights uh and the rights of the individual and what's best for the patient and at the end of the day it's really not up to a physician to um Tell the patient what they can, not what they must and must not do. That's not our position. Our position as physicians is to uh, explain to patients what is in their best interest, um, what the benefits of a therapy are, what the risks of a therapy are, and then allow them to come to their own conclusion. Uh, there, it used to be that doctors would simply tell a patient what to do, and that was considered a paternalistic approach to medicine, and that that's been out of favor for decades now. So, uh, but physicians are allowed to have their frustration. When you look at what's happening in the U.S., uh, there is a much, much larger vaccine hesitancy and anti and simple, simply anti-vaccine uh, movement. Um, and then when you look at the hospitals in the U.S., 99 percent and more of the patients who are in hospital with COVID. And in the ICUs with COVID are unvaccinated, so it's not open to debate. Vaccines prevent people from go, from being admitted to hospital, and they prevent people from being admitted to the ICU. They are tremendously effective at doing those two things. So we're, we're you know we can only present the information to the patients and hope that they follow our good advice.
0: So, Dr. Jacobs. When we have some doctors, uh, like Dr. Robert Malone, who was on this program three weeks ago, says that he was the inventor of the mRNA technology, uh, expressing concerns about the spike protein. There have been blood clots associated with the AZ or AZ vaccine, as we all know. Mm -hmm. Heart inflammation among usually younger people who've been vaccinated. Where does that fall into the overall picture?
1: Well, it's... It's very interesting. So when we talk about the younger patients, that's when um, we've got to uh, again, be very careful about how we approach this. And different countries have approached this in different ways. But we also see that there's an inconsistency in what people are saying. So we understand that in order to achieve herd immunity, we have to get to a certain percentage. Some people put it, Uh, At 80%, people, some people will put it as high as 90% of the community. Now, if you are truly concerned about the health and welfare of people age 19 and younger, uh, then it is incumbent on you as an adult uh, who is older than 19 to get vaccinated because that 80% or 90% has to come from somewhere. And if we and if the younger people are at low risk of hospitalization with COVID, and there are significant complications from getting the vaccine, then it's incumbent on those who are older to get vaccinated so that we can achieve herd immunity. Okay, so now let's let's do
0: the switch over. Sorry, did you want to say more? Oh yeah. All that having been said,
1: both of my children, who are in that age group, are vaccinated because I believe it is in their best interest, and the risk-benefit ratio favors vaccination, in my opinion.
0: Okay, so um, let's switch horses in, in midstream here. Uh, we've yeah. in the past talked about how, you know, we call these segments in the intersection of healthcare and politics. And on previous program you mentioned that uh, many people in, in healthcare are probably left of center in their thinking. We have a federal election, Coming up, no doubt, before the end of the fall. Uh, do you believe there's going to be political involvement uh, from the medical profession in the in the in the in the election?
1: There already is, uh, and we can see that uh, at a provincial level, uh, and I would expect the same at a at a federal level. Um, unfortunately, uh, COVID has pushed a lot of the medical community uh into into the spotlight and it's not a place that we're trained to be in and it's and it's not something that we do particularly well Uh, but a lot of people have taken to social media to use the pandemic in order to put to score political points and i see no reason why that's going to end uh with the upcoming federal with the upcoming federal election i expect we'll hear quite a bit from a lot of positions and probably maybe we shouldn't be. Maybe that's not where doctors should be.
0: So, opportunity for us to talk again, then. (laughs) Oh, I suspect we're going to be talking. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Jacobs, thank you for the time. Always good talking to you, sir. Pleasure. Dr. David Jacobs, he's the chair of the Ontario Specialists Association and president of the Ontario Association of (laughs) Radiologists.